I'm having a real good think this morning. I love it when I get a chance to be quiet and still with the Lord. And you know, these messages will come out half a dozen at a time and I'll go for two or three weeks without having any at all. But this morning is one of those days where they're coming out one after the other. As I really get into tune with the heart and the mind of God, what he's thinking, what he wants to be doing right now, what he's planning. You know, it says, doesn't it? Henceforth I've called you servants, but now I call you friends. You're a servant before you're a friend. And a friend shares the things that are on their hearts, don't they? Friends share the things that are deep and close to them. And perhaps he's been sharing his heart with me this morning which is really rather lovely. And he floated into my mind just now. Um, the guy, one of David's mighty men, I think he's in, you find him in 2 Samuel 23, round about verse 18. I think it's only mentioned in a one verse. The guy's name's Shammah. And he defends a field of lentils against the Philistines and killed many. He was one, as I say, of David's mighty men. But the context in which... I was thinking about all this. It was the context of healing. And any kind of healing, whether it be spiritual, physical, emotional, you're going to have to stand in that victory that God gives you. Because it's one thing to get free and it's a totally different thing to stay free. You have got to stand your ground because the enemy is allowed to contest. And it is in that contesting and your fighting and your standing like Shammah, you win. So you've got two battles, one to get free and one to stay free. And the one to stay free is harder than the one to get free. Because sometimes people can pray for you and you will get set free instantly and that is brilliant. And then you go back home and you find it all implodes and you think, what on earth is going on? That is the point at which you have to stand in your healing and say, it's mine, up it. You're not having it. You are not having it. I have known people get miraculous healings, physical, and lose them. I've seen them straightened up, walking well, and seen them three months later bent as a corkscrew. I haven't challenged. It will be cruel. Because I can offer them no guarantee that their healing will come back if they start to defend themselves against the onslaught at that point. The whole of the healing ministry, you know, is very much more complicated than just laying hands on people and seeing them healed, particularly when it comes to a Christian. Much easier to get an unbeliever healed than it is to get a Christian healed. You can trip over all sorts of things in a Christian's life before the healing comes and after it's come because God is perfecting the image of his son in us and he hasn't forgotten his agenda. We do all the time because top of our agenda is get me healed, get me released, get me out of here. Top of his is conforming you into the image of his son so that you might be a bride fit for that invincible king when he returns, which incidentally won't be very long. So 
there's a need to set our affections on things above and not on the earth beneath. Because we died, didn't we? And our lives are hid with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, appears, we will be like him, won't we? God bless you as you think on this.